Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Abba, Father, we are so grateful for your love, your kindness, your goodness, your mercy, your long suffering. We're so grateful that you are the I am that I am. And apart from you, there is no other God. You're a God of heaven and you're God of earth. And we extol you in the highest. We give you the highest praise. My beloved, I am so glad you decided to join me this morning. You know, I'm always sharing with you my heart, what I've gone through, what things have been like, and um, my encounters with God in the morning when I wake up. So this morning, my beloved, what I would like to share with you, I had the, the opportunity to go on like a mini excursion with my husband. It is his birthday. Hallelujah. We celebrate his life. We celebrate who he is. We celebrate what he has done. We celebrate what God has done in him and through him. God has been faithful. He's been good. His testimony amazes me. Uh, but like so many of us, my encounter with my friend, I realized that most people that I deal with come from some degree of dysfunctionality in their life. And I think that is being perpetuated from generation to generation. Sunday, we had a dialogue. We had a ministry that talked about bearing fruit. Well, you know, the enemy does not have any new ideas. In fact, he's not all-knowing, all-seeing, all-existing God. He has a strategy. And that strategy is that he builds systems to keep people locked into place. That's why the Bible even says the sins of the father will be on the son for four generations. What happens? What I am, I continue to pass on generation after generation after generation. I don't know if you've watched movies like Criminal Mind. Um, if the world can put specifics into a database and figure out who a serial killer is based on specific information about um, what they're seeing, then you have to realize that there is an overall scheme or overall strategy to define human life. God says it in scripture, everything we need is in the word of God. My friend, don't let the enemy trick you. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the creation that he put in place shall stand forever. So the enemy what he does, because he is a created being as well, he can't create anything. He can't make anything new. So, and he isn't like God. He's not everywhere. But what he has learned 
from being once in heaven with God is that I can build a strategy that I can reproduce from generation to generation to generation the destruction that I need to happen in the human life. My friend, what we're seeing right now all over the world, it should not surprise you. The sins of the father will be on the son. And because of mass communication, mass networking, people are able to do, able to implement systems that are viral. One syringe of chemical warfare has caused a pandemic. It doesn't take a lot when you have an infrastructure of fruit. Going back to the message, yesterday we prayed about it, Sunday we talked about it. For those of you who are looking for a church home, Overflowing Life Family Worship Center is an awesome place to come. But fruit has seeds in it. Seeds produce more fruit. In fact, an apple has many, many apples. They don't just produce another apple or more apples with seeds. They produce whole trees. We have seed. We produce we produce biologically, but we produce spiritually as well. The enemy knows that. So just like there can be good fruit, have you ever seen a, something that looked like a mulberry? And some people eat them, but really and truly, they are not very good for the digestive system. They're bad fruit, but they're fruit nonetheless. The enemy has bad fruit. So when I was talking to my friend um, last night, and I realized this amazing gifted educator still struggled with low self-esteem because of the ugly fruit that the enemy had planted in her heart. Many of us, the reason we are not able to give God 100% is because that bad fruit is still being produced. And we are still producing bad fruit. So there's a possibility in the natural, in the natural, if you want one plant, to produce two different kinds of fruit, you have to graft in the good fruit. Well, in the spirit realm, we all we get born again, but the bad fruit doesn't automatically go away. There are things that are engrafted in to us because um, things that are already there that we need to be pruned, we need to be cut out. So this morning, I am going to be praying about those things in Galatians 5. We went over them, we prayed about them last, uh, uh, yesterday. The, 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 
the fruit that the enemy brings into our life. And we're going to believe God that he is going to begin to cut out, to prune, to destroy all of the bad fruit. In fact, there is a scripture and I, I'm not going to take the time to look it up, but I believe it's John 15 that talks about abiding in God. But there's also a scripture that talks about God being the vine dresser and producing good fruit that we would be able to um, produce good fruit and he would cut out what was bad. So today we're going to believe the Lord that whatever's in us, <coughs> that need to be destroyed, that God would begin to do that. As I was saying, generationally, the enemy set some things in motion that keeps us from being God's richest and highest best. Excuse me, I got a cough. <coughs> Dearly beloved, hallelujah. Father God, we praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We love you. We worship you. We honor you. We recognize you. You're sovereign. You're holy. You are magnificent. You are the Lord God Almighty. You reign from everlasting to everlasting. Father, we recognize that your heart desire is that we would bear good fruit for you. We recognize that your heart desire, Father God, is that we would be bountifully fruitful, abiding in love, abounding in love and mercy, long-suffering, patience, hallelujah. But we realize, Lord, that for some of us, there have been weeds and bad fruit that overflows the garden that you have planted in our heart. For you are our gardener. You are our vine keeper. We're grateful, Father, for how you love us. Excuse me. <clears throat> we recognize that you love us with an everlasting love your goodness and your kindness and your mercy and your long suffering is our portion. So Father God, we seek to do your will, to bring you glory, to bring you honor, Father. So Father God, I pray that we are fruit bearers, that we produce that which is good, that which is nourishing, that which is bountifully, that which is a blessing to those that are around us, Lord. We're so grateful and so thankful for the part that you're playing in our life. We're grateful and we're thankful, Father God, that we belong to you, that we have a new lineage, a new legacy, Father. That your blessings rest upon our generations for a thousand generations. We thank you, Father God, that you're moving into our hearts. First, Father, <laughs> we've been saying this. We take the oxygen first. We realize, Father God, that there may be some crevices that um, need to be cleansed, need to be purified. We ask you today, Father, 
Let your kingdom come, your will be done. Let your kingdom come in our lives, in every aspect of our life, of our heart. Father, maybe we don't even recognize what's going on in us. We don't even know why we're mad at the boss. We don't know why we're mad at our spouse or our children or our neighbor. We just, we're just mad. So, Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you would come into those places, those dark recesses of our heart. They, they may have been there all throughout our childhood, Father. So we ask you, Lord God, to come into those places. Let your kingdom be revealed in those broken places. And I pray even for my friend, let us see how beautiful we are. Let us see beyond the trauma, beyond the confusion. Let us see what you created. Let us bring forth our created purpose. The world is looking to see your beauty in the earth. They're substituting all kinds of things because they don't know you, Father. And Father God, often the best part of us are hidden in the recesses of our mind. Father, bring forth your best fruit in our life. May you be glorified. May you be magnified. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you, and you are our Heavenly Father. But Lord, hmm, we're just not looking up to heaven. For Father, your word says you dwell in us. We carry you with us everywhere we go. We are your temple. We are your workmanship. We've been recreated in Christ Jesus. So thank you, Father, for the work that you're doing in each of us. May our eyes be open to the beauty of who we are. For your word says Mount Zion is beautiful for every situation. And we are the joy of the earth. Even in the midst of what the earth is going through, the groanings, the earthquakes, the pandemic, the various things, the racial unrest, the anger, the bitterness, the Me Too movement, all of the things that reflect how ugly the enemy has made us act toward each other. And how, Father God, there's such a movement to leave you for another God. But in the midst of that, God, you have said, beautiful are the feet of them that carry the good news. Father, we carry the good news. Thank you, Father God, that as we go about our day, whether we are home with our children, whether we are working, whether we are um uh, in that time of our life where uh, you are giving us a second win, a new vocation, because I don't believe that we ever stop producing fruit. 
we're to produce fruit even on with our last breath as it was with the patriarchs in the bible they called their children together and blessed them they were still producing fruit father let us be fruit bearers in our homes in our community in our neighborhood in our churches among our friends among our relatives let us show forth your glory. Let us carry the good news everywhere we go. Father God, I ask that you would bring healing in areas of bitterness and resentment and anger and confusion. Father God, we bless those that have hurt us. We bless that boss that no, we should have gotten a promotion. No, we should have gotten a raise, but chose instead to not give it to us. Father God, we just bless them right now. Hallelujah. We pray for their salvation and their deliverance. Why? Because we know that in the kingdom of God, we have everything we need. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We, we're not hating nobody. Hallelujah. And I put those that in quotes. We're not. We're not mad. We're not mad. We recognize our enemy. We recognize that our warfare it's not against flesh and blood, but we recognize, Father, that we are triumphant in warfare. We're triumphant in the battle. We do overcome in the name of Jesus. So I thank you, Father God, that we are overcoming in our community. We're overcoming in our bodies, in our health, with our families. We thank you that healing is the children bre children's bread. So, Father God, today we consume healing. Father God, I thank you, and I'm just going to hop in there for me. I thank you, Father. I don't know what's going on in this leg, but I thank you in the name of Jesus. Whatever was sent has to went, has to be gone in Jesus' name. Father God, I praise you, and I thank you. With long life, you will satisfy everyone on this line. And even in old age, we will be strong. We will have mountain climbing strength just like Moses just like Moses was in his 80s delivering the children of Israel, just like Miriam was dancing and prophesying at 80 years old, we come into agreement that you are the same God yesterday, today, and forever, and you will sustain us, body, soul, and spirit. So, Father God, the tradition that says that when we get old, we have to become feeble. Father God, we do not receive that at all. In fact, your word says you fill our mouth with good things and our youth is renewed like that of an eagle. The only way that youth can be renewed is that organs and uh, veins, tendons, joints, everything is renewed. Hallelujah. We receive that right now. Father God, I come against any blood clogs. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, that the blood flows through our body without stoppage, without interruption. I thank you, Father, that you're unclogging arteries right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that our pancreas are healed. I thank you that our kidneys are healed in the name of Jesus. I thank you that our heart functions 100% in Jesus' name. I praise you and I thank you, Lord Jesus. Diabetes, heart trouble, 
uh, fibromyalgia, all the various diseases that comes from the distress and destruction, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you to be our healer right now. Father God, we're not ignoring symptoms and we're not ignoring the fact that we might be in pain. We might, we're not even ignoring the diagnosis. But Father God, what we are doing is we're giving it to you. And we receive the finished work of Calvary to bring healing to our bodies, healing to our minds, healing to our souls in the name of Jesus. Father, I praise you and I thank you. You said, beloved, I wish above all else you'd prosper and be in health even as your soul is prospering. Father, I believe everybody that connects with this prayer line, their soul is prospering. They are changing day by day. Mind, will, emotions, and intellect are coming into agreement with the Most High God. I thank you and I praise you for those that are connecting in the name of Jesus. I thank you that because their soul is prospering. I thank you. They're prospering in the natural. I thank you, Father God. Somebody's going to have money somewhere. So I thank you. It might as well be your children. So I thank you, Father God, for witty ideas. I thank you, Father God, for being able to barter, to trade, to do whatever is needed in order for us to live prosperous, blessed lives, so much so that our cup runs over. We have more than enough. Hallelujah. Even in old age, more than enough. Hallelujah. Father, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, that you began, Father God, to show us our field that we are to cultivate. It doesn't matter how old we are. My friend last night is seven, almost 70, and they're calling her from the educational system, asking her to come back and teach full time because the children need her. Father, in the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter our age. It matters our availability and it matters our ability. You train us. You give us witty ideas. You open up doors. Father God, I come against that spirit that feels overwhelmed. Make it plain. Father God, you told Habakkuk to stand upon the mountain and wait and you would give him the vision and he was to write it and make it plain so they that read it can run with it. Sometimes we need we need a vision that God has given us for us to run with it, for us to plan our day. Father God, I praise you and I thank you. If we're to give account for our time and we're to give account for our talents and we're to give account for our treasure, just like the stewards in the Bible, hallelujah. Father God, I ask that, that we would not bury who we are and say, oh, it's too late. Oh, I can't do that. But Father God, we would access heaven where there's a yes, where there's a divine enablement, where there's a supernatural empowerment, where we can step into Kairos time. And even though we have the same 24 hours as everybody else, because we're in agreement with you, you multiply time. You make our 24 hours seem like they stretch and multiply because we're in agreement with you and we're walking this life out with Holy Spirit as the wind beneath our wings. 
We mount up on wings as eagles. The wind of the Holy Spirit, we catch it and we glide. And what used to be hard, God, because of the Holy Spirit, it is easy. Ha! Father God, I thank you for the example of the eagle. When an eagle mounts up, he catches the wind and he doesn't flap around like the other birds trying to get enough velocity to fly. But he waits on the wind and he soars on the wind. Father, you said they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. Father, we wait for the wind to catch a wind. We meditate on you. We look to you, Holy Spirit. We wait on you, Holy Spirit. We catch the wind of revival. We catch the wind of survival. We catch the wind. It's we catch the wind. We are empowered by Holy Spirit to move from where we are into the place that you've called us. And it will not be difficult because we ride the wind of your spirit. We rest in you, Father. You empower us to be impactful in our day-to-day -day living. Whether we do it as a grandmama, a mama, or a teenager, whether we do it as a kind neighbor, a community activist. And Father, some of us may be dealing with a disability. We might have to do it from a wheelchair. Hallelujah. But Father God, you have given us seed. You have given us an ability that you want to see multiplied in the earth in this hour. So I pray for everyone on the line. I bless their day with love and peace. Father, I ask that you would go with them, that you would be the source of their strength that they would mount up on wings as eagle. Maybe they were fear, feeling a little weary like I've been lately. But Father God, I know that help is coming. As we meditate on you, as we focus our heart on you, and we do what you want us to do day by day, minute by minute, there is a wind of the spirit that will cause us to soar. So we trust in you, Lord. We trust in you. You are faithful, just, and true. We pray for this nation. We pray, Father God, for our children and our children's children, those that are ours biologically. But, Father, we pray for the children and the children's children of this nation. We pray for the generations, God. We pray for their healing and their deliverance. We pray for the body of Christ. We don't just pray for the church institution, but we pray for everyone that names the name of Jesus that's been born again. We pray for them to come into agreement with your plan and with your power, that they would access the heavenly in behalf of the community. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for those, Lord. Lord, that are called by your name. Hallelujah. Give them the strength, Father, to stand and having done all else to stand. We come into agreement with heaven concerning their lives all over this world. In Jesus' name, we lift up places like Afghanistan. We lift up the 52 countries where it's illegal to be Christians. We pray for salvation and deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those that are working on the grounds, boots on the ground. We pray for the pastors, apostles, 
prophets, teachers, leaders, missionaries all over the world. Father God, we pray for their strength in Jesus' name. We also pray for our government, God. Father God, we pray, Father, that you would bring this nation to a place of repentance. That, Father God, that you would raise up leadership that would say the problem with America is we all need to repent. Father God, move on our president, Lord. We pray that he would have an encounter with Holy Spirit that he would have an encounter that would change his life, that he and Camilla would have an encounter, Vice President Harris would have an encounter with you, Father God, that would change the direction of this nation. We pray for all those that are in authority all over the United States of America, whether it be our government, whether it be our judicial system, our penal system, whether it will be our corporations, businesses, entrepreneurs, we pray that the hearts of the kings will be turned toward you, God. We pray that your saving grace will begin to move throughout this nation and fires of revival will begin to purge this nation of the demonic constructs that the enemy has built, witchcraft, pornography, all the various diabolical schemes of the enemy would be broken in Jesus' name. So we thank you that revival fire is moving throughout this nation. And we thank you that on this line, Lord, you are birthing revivalists in their homes, in their communities, in their churches, in their streets. So continue the work your hand of grace and love and mercy as we face this hour fierce. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day, love and peace to each and every one of you. We're grateful to God. Live in his grace, his love and his mercy. In Jesus' name, amen.